0: What's up guys? Welcome back to another episode of Random Car Guys. Mike here up in Guthrie today. Um my guest today is Dustin Sully, is how you say it? Right? Sully. That's right. My uh my what is it? The lady on your phone says Sally. What do you call her? What was that lady called? Siri. Oh. Siri, you texted me earlier, and it was like, text from Dustin Sally. And I was like, who the hell's Dustin? Oh, Dustin Sally. Cool. Yeah, uh, I get but, that often. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, but we just had pretty epic lunch at Missy's, which is just the greatest donut shop. in, And they have a guy surprise. Lunch was good. Very good. Thank you so much for lunch. Um, but... You know, I think people will know your face. I think they see you a lot around the car shows. see you a lot, you know, driving your uh, Porsche that you have, which we can see through the door out right here. For those of you listening, um, I'll set, put a link to Dustin's Instagram in the description. You can go check out that. But... Uh, I want to know more about you, dude. I want to know, obviously you have a paintless dent repair company, right? Yes.
1: Yes. So in 2010, I left the body shop Mm -hmm. industry and started a paintless dent repair business. And it is called Daddy's Dent and Ding. And it was kind of named after our two daughters that were about um, five and seven at the time. And they're quite grown up now. But yeah, just kind of named it after the family business.
0: And yeah. um, I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the, uh, the business card you have here. Uh, it made me chuckle when I looked at daddy. So I was like, it's got to be a kid thing. <laughs> uh, that's it.
1: That's probably the number one question is like, uh, how did you how get the kids business tra- name? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then you yeah. don't look
0: old enough to have a nearly 21 year old. So, wow. um, that's a good thing for you because you run a lot and make yourself look younger than you are, right? That's one <laughs> try, people try know to. you for too, is that you run a lot. Yeah. What was your Boston marathon time? It was a 3.16. Yeah. yeah. So.
1: so I had a 2.59 to get in. Yeah. so Pretty epic. Um,
0: yeah. Well, people who obviously know you from running will know that, but people who don't know you, um, let's go back. Where, where are you born and raised and how do you know, what's your first kind of thing about cars? You remember? Well, um, born right here in Guthrie, never moved away. Um, In
1: fact, I live just like across the street from where I grew up. Um, My dad did do a little bit of rebuilding of cars and selling back Mm. when I was quite young. Um, Don't remember a whole lot of that, but kind of grew up more of an outdoor nature um, hunting, trapping, and fishing, camping. And so it's probably where I get my love for the outdoors today. Um, but as I was getting into about 12, 13 years old, my uncle owned a body shop. In fact, three of my uncles owned body shops. And um, I started working for um, my uncle and he sold that business to his painter about six to 12 months after I started working there Mm -hmm. and it kind of became a summer job. And I realized quite quickly that I really enjoyed working on cars and being around them. And so it kind of, you know, every summer I'd go back and and work there um, on my time off. And then at 16, um, 15 and a half to 16, before I even got my license, I was buying some red cars and rebuilding them and built myself a car that yeah um, yeah
0: so what was that car
1: so my very first car was a 92 ford ranger um didn't really have any involvement in rebuilding that one although it was a rebuilt title from the body shop but my um first real car that i built was a 95 gmc sonoma and it was a rollover um Wiped up pretty bad. And my, my, his, uh, my best friend's dad owned a body shop, so I brought it to his place, and he offered to help me on it. And yeah. um, probably got him quite deep on it. Didn't really know a whole lot of what, of what I was doing. <laughs> but thankfully, he did and his dad. And we were um, messing around with it, and it, the bed was, like, kicked over to one side really bad, and we were struggling with getting the tailgate gaps to fit. And, you know, it's like kids, and we thought it'd be so cool if we just, like, let's weld the Gate shut we'll weld the tail light pockets and slap a roll pan with some corvette tail lights in it throw a tonneau cover on it paint racing stripes offset down it and put some wheels on it and i just thought i had the coolest car when it was done And yeah. um, it was just a blast to drive i mean it definitely drew a lot of looks and it was it was fun but didn't keep it long just i was constantly looking for another project to, yeah. to buy and you know fix up and flip. So
0: so at that point then, do you think that one day maybe I will own my own? Was that the plan? You think, I'm not going to go to university I'm going to go to school. I, I'm, I'm going to own my own.
1: Absolutely. Shop, right? 100%. Yeah. At age 17, I knew for a fact that i wanted to have a body shop like and you know as the years kind of started slowly going by i was like okay by 30 i want to do this like i don't want to wait any longer um i knew what i liked and i loved being around cars and so i kind of hopped around about three different body shops um and worked for them for a few years and um kind of slowly decided that maybe like stay in cars, but maybe not stay in the auto body industry. And so I was working in Stillwater And we had some paintless stint repair guys coming in, and it was a good hailstorm that came through Stillwater. The auto body, the collision was kind of slow that summer. Mm -hmm. And so I started kind of picking up some tools and messing around, and one of the other guys was doing the same thing. He's like, hey, you've got to figure this out. He's like, you know, this is way easier and better than collision. So Mm -hmm. I just... Literally started buying some tools and just forced myself to learn, you know, an extra skill that would also help me in, you know, fixing larger collision dents. Yeah. And so um, it kind of progressed from there. And about a year after I learned to push dents, um, I just some things were happening there I wasn't happy with. And I was like, you know, this might just be my direction, like to get out of the, the mm-hmm. collision. And so <clears throat> I started thinking about that in early 2010. And so about March of March 3rd, 2010, found a location to rent here in Guthrie and yeah. opened up my own paintless net repair business. Yeah, And so it's grown, um, you know, growing up, I was pretty young. The guys I was working with, they were, um, they were quitting that shop. They were starting their own body shops. Um, and I just knew quite a few people. So when I got out of the collision and started paintless dent repair, I approached them and said, Hey, I don't know who you're using, but here's what I'm doing. I would love to do your business. And so they are like, yeah, I mean, like we already know you, we know your work quality, like And so um, they started bringing me on. And so I Mm -hmm. quickly started kind of gaining some body shops around. And Mm -hmm. today I have a location, but the majority of what I do is actually on location as sublet work for body shops
0: that's a nice part of it too and what see so i assume you don't have to take too much down there right you just they have a good lighting setup or did you take lights down so like, everything is is
1: setup loads on? right up into the bed of my truck nice. and so i get there i unload they give me a, a bay to work out of yeah. um a lot of times i'll have to go by they'll get a drop off say hey i got a, a hell vehicle or i've got a car that's got some door things we need to clean up um stop in kind of scope it, get an estimate written and it gets submitted to the insurance companies and then they get back to me and then we go in and just fix it. So, um, yeah, I mean, like it's nice to be up here in my, my own shop and I love dealing with the customers that come through here. It's, it's kind of, it's nice because I get to interact with the customer, talk about their car, like how did they get into what they, you know, what they're doing or, you know, like I had a lady just this week come by and had me fix a dent and she was like a huge car lady and I mean like I don't get a lot of those that come up here it was so cool because she just loved the shop and was just like I could spend hours in here and my kids would love it and we talked cars and it's just it's fun you know um but when I'm out and I'm working you know on location at a body shop I I, I never meet the customer I've got fantastic friends and you know i know every single person in every shop i work with so yeah.
0: it's it's a lot of fun yeah that's i mean the, the good thing and bad thing about the business right is like for the most part it's mostly insurance work right so yeah. you're like i just have to do i just have to build one relationship and then they're getting cars in all the time you know multiple relationships so you don't have to worry about the individual deals and building a book business that way but then you miss that personal connection of somebody coming in bringing their kids you know and we will do a little video tour after which we can link below for people of the shop. Cause it's epic and the amount of hot wheels and cars you have in the memorabilia. I mean, it's, it's the car guy's dream in this place. Right. <laughs> and you, know, you tell you have a huge passion for everything, not just uh, the P cars that we love to yeah, talk about. And right. We, you know, we, we had a little driving one today, but so, so when you do that, then it goes, you know, I want to do my own business and, and run it that way. Um, when do you think that, you know, uh, you know, like, uh, I mean, do you, are you, I assume you're always working on your own cars at that time as well. What's in the garage at that time when you are working on your own and you've set up your own business?
1: So right now um, I've got a 77 Land Rover Series 3. Um, yeah. I've had this car for about five years. Okay and you know it was running and driving it's a right hand drive
0: that shell out there yes. was. Yeah. <laughs> I wish you could see a picture of this, uh, this rather basically just a picture a shell and wheels and nothing else it's about as many
1: parts um, as <laughs> you can take it apart in but um, <clears throat> I bought it at a guy out of Nichols, Nichols Hills and drove it home a um, little right hand drive five speed diesel mm-hmm. fun, cool, like off-road, like I love the defenders yeah. and the Land Rovers, so this is something that always appealed to me. And um, thought I'd tear into it and like turn it into a two-year project and be driving it again. And here it is, just sitting in a corner. But um, <clears throat> I do know what I want to do. I mean, like I have everything. Visualize yeah. that, like I want this color. I want to do this. I want to do this. Uh, these seats in it. I want to do the color of trim. Mm-hmm. Like, you know. So yeah. it's it's just a little project I work on. But um, I do have a '97 um, Porsche um, 911, mm-hmm. Cabriolet, and um, I've had that car for four years now. But um, yeah, they. That's not a rebuilder. It's just, you know, I it's bought pristine. it. <laughs> it's a yeah. fun car. But I've great. had a few Midnight Blue, is it? It's an ocean blue metallic. Ocean blue, metal, okay. ocean blue metallic. Yeah, it's a great looking car. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Do,
0: I, you get, do you get any crap for having chrome wheels on it? People from the UK, if you see, really? see people from the UK, will give you so I, I won't because I, I've been here long enough. But when I first came here, you only have chrome wheels in the States. Nowhere else in the entire world that I've seen and I've been to does chrome wheels. So I I have not had had any grief over that Uh, yet. (laughs) All the Corvette guys are like, "Look great, you got chrome wheels on." Yeah,
1: it's probably like they look in and go, "Oh, it's an automatic."
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, "Yeah." Is is the goal one day to slap some kind of? I don't know, bronze brushed HREs on there. I've
1: totally thought about it.
0: Yeah, I I think
1: finding the right um, wheel for that car because of, like, the cabriolet, um, the color, the trim, it's just, you know, making sure I find the right setup that goes with it. And that doesn't actually
0: make it look bad. (laughs) Make it look
1: worse.
0: (laughs) So so when you started your your business then and you were, you know, working and you've grown it and obviously, you know, this is kind of a passion. It's still what you do today. Do you find it hard coming to work some days? Yeah, I do. Do Yeah. Even though it's a passion. Um,
1: Because most days I I absolutely enjoy what I do. Um, I I love working on different cars. I love being out and about, visiting the different shops, seeing people. Um, You know, it's it's very rewarding to go in and fix a car that's just literally just blasted and walk away from it. And you cannot tell that it's been touched. Um, But then you get days, it's like, um, you're just like, man, I just really just don't want to see another car for a few weeks. Yeah. (laughs) But um, I, I really do enjoy what I what I have chosen, you know.
0: Um. Well, and and people who follow you and will know you will know that you're pretty active in the community here as well with the car world, right? You have seemed to go on a lot of drives. You go to a lot of events, or so as many events as you can go to, and um, not just the local coffee and cars, but you've been. I mean, we're surrounded by Hot Wheels, and last year or this year, you went to a the big Hot Wheels event, right? It was so tell in me about
1: June. That. Um, so Hot Wheels does a Legends tour, and they travel around the world, and they search for a new car to turn into a Hot Wheel. And so they came to Benville Arkansas in June. And my youngest daughter loves cars, um, and then my wife, uh, she enjoys them but probably doesn't have the th- passion I do. But she loves to go with me to the different events. And so we drove up there and, um, it was staged in the Walmart parking lot there in Bentonville. And it was a lot of fun. They're looking for like creativity, um, authenticity and garage spirit. And Mm. so they have a vote and then they're looking for another one. So we went up there and hung out. Um, we just got back from Porsche Palooza that was in Eureka Springs. Um, it's probably hands down my favorite event of the year. Mm. Um, It is just all Porsches, like over nearly 400 cars from like 13 states were there.
0: Wow. We'll, we'll touch on the Porsche Boozer thing in a second. I want to go back to the Hot Wheels thing. So people just show up with their own creations. Yeah, That's kind of how it is. You're like, Hey, bring whatever you got, and We'll judge it. And we might turn one into a Hot Wheels car.
1: So they, um, that was in June and then they went to Dallas in September. So, you know, it's kind of, they, they had one in California. Um, and so, you know, it's kind of local, but you could be out of state and drive your car, you register for it Mm -hmm. and you pull up and they get a photo of you With what looks like a giant blister card, and it says Hot Wheels on it. So you park your car, get a photo, and then pull in and park. And then they have judges that are coming around, and they vote on what they feel like
0: would be the next cool, like Hot Wheel. That's amazing that it's not just like. I mean, obviously, you grew up in a Hot Wheel. You know, playing with Hot Wheels. I think every kid probably is aware of Hot Wheels, or at least grew up. You know, I used to. My mum would go out to the grocery store and I would say, can I come with you? And she would say, yes. But I would say, okay, well, if I come with you, can I get Hot Wheels? You know, she's like, I guess, you know, they were like one pound at the time. Um, You know, now they're probably more than that. But, you know, you always kind of pick the wackiest, craziest one. You never thought that like one day this might actually be someone's real car. But they've actually turned from a real car into a Hot Wheels. Mm -hmm. Right. You always think it's the other way around. Yeah. but.
1: But, yeah, I, I can't tell you, like, the number of customers I'll have come in and go, oh, man, you've got such a cool collection, and how long have you been collecting? And I used to have so many growing up, and I don't know where they are today, yeah. and I'm like, you know, some of those cars are worth 1000s And Isn't that crazy?
0: It's <laughs> it big just, business, right?
1: It's huge, and i like, I wish I collected Hot Wheels when I was a kid. I was more into micro machines, and I still have all mine today sitting right over there.
0: Yeah. So,
1: <clears throat> but every well, car that goes to yeah so everybody that comes in and I fix a car for them I'll, I'll give them a hot wheel to go with their vehicle yeah and so they think it's pretty cool that's awesome
0: yeah do you try and match it so you have one I try, try to, to. I'm yeah.
1: not always uh, sometimes right. I'm like man I just gave away that one like two weeks ago and I
0: don't <laughs> have another one so yeah no, it's a pretty epic collection. And, and to that point, right, people are collecting these. And, and you mentioned at lunch that, you know, you've got some of these are worth $20, 25 as well. You have Easily. to on eBay. <laughs> and like, it's make you know, it's a legit, f- good, great business model of flipping <laughs> hot wheels <with its> cars. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it started because, you know, I started buying a, a series of cars and then I was like, well, I've got to buy that series. I've got to complete this one. I need that one. And it just kind of just kept growing like stupid fast and i was like okay this is now becoming an obsession (laughs) (laughs) and so i need to figure out a way to start like recovering some money out of this right well you have plenty of space
0: (laughs) too right you plenty more space as well
1: and so i started throwing you know some good ones that i'll find i'll throw on ebay and i found one two of them just last month that they brought 54 dollars for a a dollar hot wheel and and 45 dollars so you like not
0: always that lucky. Are you like, like when you go through Walmart, you go through a store that's got always like checking on, on eBay what's uh, worth what I'm that all person. the time. Yeah, you're like, oh, this one's worth forty bucks. I'm gonna buy every single one of them, yeah. right? You're like, so why are you walking out with twenty? These cars, they're all the same. Well, this is a few hundred dollars in my pocket. So uh, the sad why. part is, I keep most of my buy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think I walked out of Target with about seventy-five of them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, which walking out of Target with spending less than a hundred dollars <laughs> is a feat in itself. Yeah. So that's pretty good job, and you might get money back from right. Oh uh, that's mm-hmm. awesome. The other thing, I mean, people who come here will know that you haven't just collected Hot Wheels. Like, there's a lot of really cool artwork, memorabilia. You know, gas pumps. Like, I mean, this little the push race car thing that we have on the floor here. Like, what's that, firefighter?
1: Yeah, that was actually my older brother. Uh, older brother and I played with that, mm-hmm. and back in the eighties. Yeah. Um, it was our old pedal car that's a fire truck and it's pretty much a rust bucket now, but it's still cool. And I have it
0: sitting in here, but do you go on specific kind of missions to find stuff? Or do you just, Hey, like when we cause you travel quite a bit. I travel. Yeah.
1: yeah. I'm always looking for places to visit when we're traveling. Um, I think the old gas pumps, um, signs, I just mm. something about the fifties I think really appeals to me. I think it's one of the best errors out there. Like um things were just the design, um just the look, the style, like the neon, the porcelain, like it's just so cool. And I don't know if it's maybe an old soul that's coming out, but um I just really enjoy um, collecting that and it's just like it hasn't been any particular piece mm-hmm. it's just kind of like what I don't know what strikes me when I see it yeah. um, you know it's it's been fun
0: but they're going up in value too oh absolutely right it's, it's crazy yeah it's nuts when you, you know you, I mean we've all watched the TV shows like the what is the one that was on Discovery with the two guys the uh, I can't remember what they called but they would drive around in a van and they would just go The pickers way. yes with, American yep, pickers American pickers I remember watching that and just like yes this isn't and they'd find just the middle of nowhere and some guy's got eight barns on his you know ten acre property and he might not even been in one for like ten years and he's like oh we, we might have something in here and he's like <laughs> oh wow there's like epic you know all this incredible
1: number I was always there. watching that and it's probably thanks to them that the prices have gone up
0: yeah yes exactly Yeah. You know, <laughs> everybody's no like hey I got one of those yeah. and I want double now right exactly oh, and I cleaned it up and Yeah. the other one was there was a restoration business that was in out of mm-hmm. Vegas that was also pretty epic yeah. I watched that as well
1: and I just like last uh, I guess two months ago um, out in New Mexico I picked up a 1920s um, visible Wayne gas pump it's been restored, and he built two of these for a movie with Matt Damon that'll be out next year. So
0: I got one. You got of them. one of the movie I've got ones. one of them. Brilliant. Yeah. Did they come with a certificate. Or it you should. It should. Right. Like, hey, With <laughs> some authenticity, here? You can, you know, keep this one and hang the certificate from it. But yeah, back to your Porsche Palooza thing you just came from. Mm-hmm. Tell me about that. How many, because there's quite a community that went from Oklahoma City, right? Didn't you guys drive out together? Yeah, we had a
1: local, um, our local chapter, the War Bonnet Club. Uh-huh. We had a group meet and drive out together. And um, I think there was about four, five of us. And yeah. we kind of stayed at the same little place there. But the Best Western in mm-hmm. uh, Eureka Springs is where it's held every year. And it's a wait list to get into that because it's just over full. But um, all the event, the car show, the banquet, um, all the merch, everything is all set up there at the Best Western. And yeah. it is epic. Like, I tell people, like, if you don't have a Porsche and you can't come, like, just go to Eureka Springs that weekend. Yeah. You'll see <laughs> everything you want to see. It's the best weekend of the year. Like, I mean, there's an older guy from Texas that comes up in his Martini 918. Um, it's just Gorgeous. And then there's a Carrera GT from Tulsa. That's Martini. Mm-hmm. Um, that's there. Um, everything from the old, you know, 356 all the way to, you know, the 914, the 928, yeah. the 944. I mean, like, if you like Porsches, is your event.
0: It's the best local <clears throat> place within you know, a few hours drive from yeah. the City that you could find. And they do
1: drives every day. There's drives that leave from there that go out, um, do little tours, make a stop for, you know, lunch. Yeah. Um, and then they have a parade that goes through downtown. A car show. It's just, it's a lot of So it's a three-day
0: three festival?
1: It's, um, yeah, three, four days. But yeah. most people are two to three days
0: right well you said they, so they have multiple drives every day as well so you yes. don't have to go on not everyone's going on the same ones you can just pick and choose whatever your car desires like yeah
1: they're really limited to, to 20 to 25 cars okay. just kind of keep That's the group great. small so we won't get split up and yeah.
0: you know things happen but um, you had snow this year didn't you we did it was very cold <laughs> 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 for you in your, in your cab yeah yeah, yeah that
1: was, um, it was 23 degrees when we woke up in the mornings and a little bit of snow not didn't last long but it's cold for a car show when it's uh, 40 yeah. degrees outside well yeah, it's beautiful out there too it know, the roads it's are great beautiful. rolling hills the roads are incredible we did a um, longer drive with the group um kind of on our own that was about a 200 mile drive and mm. we were just eating up those roads i mean just hugging the turns and it was yeah. just incredible and
0: the scenery is just beautiful yeah it, it, i saw your photos and the one thing that you know people will know when they follow you is that you do love to take photos of cars and if you do go to copying cars or even if it's local here and you go to other events around the country like everyone knows what's what the best cars <laughs> are there because you've pretty much found them out and taken some great photos and you know that's why you're a great follower but what um what was that was there anything there that really stood out this year yeah um so one of the guys that We
1: met up with, um, came down from Ohio, and he has um, an 81 911 Outlaw that he's Mm -hmm. built, and it's a champagne yellow, and I probably would say it was one of my favorites, if not my favorite car there, and it's, he's called it the Evil Canary 911, if you want to follow him on Instagram, Um, just an absolutely beautiful car and then there's also a 997 turbo green out of tulsa that was probably another which is one of my all-time favorite porsches you know Mm -hmm. like that's my go-to car like when i want another car it's like i put that on my my board as my vision so
0: last of the manual turbos
1: yeah absolutely
0: yeah that's that's the the next dream car Mm -hmm. in the five car garage uh (laughs) Which I'm sure we'll get to that question later, which changes for me every day. Right. Uh, yeah, it seemed like a really cool event. And I I mean, whenever I do get my own Porsche, I will have to join you out there. And, you know, the, you mentioned the War bonnet. The local Porsche club here is seems pretty involved and have some really neat people and cars in it. And it's, you know, not just, you know bunch of guys talking about their gt3 rs's and how epic their track time potentially could be right it's you know it's not it's the opposite of what people would think of oh you're a bunch of porsche guys you just talk about track days and (laughs) right like that's kind of the stigma that porsche gets you know the guys
1: in the porsche club are just really cool down to earth people i mean like they're just the friendliest you know group to hang out with. And, you know, they put an autocross on at the, um, I thirty five once a month. Um, I think it's ended for the year, but it's open to anybody. Um, they do a breakfast, they do a drive once a month mm-hmm. and then, you know, it's, it's just fun to go and hang out with them. And then, you know, we also have our own coffee and cars here. So yeah, I'm definitely always hitting up as many as I can get
0: myself out to. Yeah. What, uh, do you have any other events that are on like the the gold list or ones you've been to before the, I mean, I assume the, uh, what's the Lyft cult? is Luft, whatever how do you say that, it, cult or whatever yeah. it is. That's got to be on the list one day. But is there any others that stand out?
1: I would like to go out to Rinsport. Um, mm. You know. Where is that? It's out in California. So I'm, um, And talking to a lady here local that may be going out um, and doing a drive, a meetup from Reno to California, and I don't know a whole lot of the details on that, but um, it's September of next year, and so I'm kind of maybe looking into that one, Um, I think Monterey week or something, you know, out in California, seems like there's a
0: lot of good groups I'd love to go out. Yeah, we're spoiled for choice, right? If yeah. you can drive there, let's right. go, but you know, you like will the car make it or do I ship the car out? What's worth, you know, what's worth my time but also worth like, you know, keeping a few thousand miles off the car. Yeah, right? Yeah. There's nothing worse than thinking, yeah, we'll just drive there. It'd be great road trip and it's, you know, 14 to 20 hour drive or whatever we'll break it up have a good time but if the car doesn't work <laughs> your whole trip's ruined right trips well, over <laughs> just truck the car out there and then if it doesn't work when it's there then at least we're in the paradise with uh, right the around. yeah you can jump in with somebody but tell me about um i want to go back to the business a little bit obviously you know you've got a unit here and and like i said we'll do a little shop tour after with a little video but what um kind of you know, you've you've had your own business now for a while. Is the plan to grow the space and hire more people or are you just kind of happy keeping it just you and running your own thing? Well,
1: um, most of the year, it's just myself. Uh, Through the summer, the busy months, um, when we get a storm that kind of comes through this area, I'll get extremely busy and I'm not able to keep up by myself. And so I've got a few friends that come in and will work for me in those busy times. Um, And it's, you know, as long as I need them, as soon as things slow down, they'll, um, they'll kind of move on and travel around. But my brother works for me full time uh, from usually about April to September. Mm -hmm. He's a full-time employee. And um, right now it's just myself. Um, I've thought about trying to figure out ways to scale it up. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, it's kind of bringing on, you know, good talent, I guess, because, you know, starting paintless dent repair, I think the first thing I got feedback from, like, shops and people that were familiar with paintless dent repair was lack of quality. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, yeah, I had that done, and they drilled holes all in my car, and they, you know, you could see some of the spots they fixed, and I just, you know, it kind of left a little bit of a bad taste in their mouth, Mm -hmm. and... Those things bother me because, you know, I'm very particular, uh, very OCD. And, you know, I just I did not want that type of a reputation like I wanted to be better than that. And so um, I think maybe just keeping it where it's at, um, I would like to get a permanent space um, and build my own shop garage and kind of model it after like a 1950s um, gas station with Mm -hmm. the pumps and signage and um just kind of a cool front space with the working and back
0: that would be really yeah to have that so that's kind of
1: my dream is just kind of
0: yeah you know that uh, that does sound awesome right and uh, and back to the point like i think that's the point with scaling right is that like yeah like i could hire a bunch of people and have more space but then the quality control is going to have to go down and then you battle with you know <clears throat> is the scaling worth you know me having and I'm sure eventually it is. I think that's just growing pains of every business. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's, you know, you've kind of got to, you've got to kind of quieten your ego and your OCD. You're like, okay, like the jobs, it's not me all the time, right? I can't do that. I can't do every car. We're going to have to drop a little bit of the quality, but, you know, but then, you know, and you're probably gonna have to pick up two or three cars just to redo a few, right? Every now and then. But then the question is then, is it ultimately worth it? Right. right, going down for that reputation. road for <laughs> reputation or anything else, or money, or whatever, mm-hmm. or free time. And I've been, I read a great book recently, it was um, talking about small businesses and, and basically saying that like scaling wasn't, you know, you know, it, and scaling so much ended up being more of a headache than it was worth. Um, and even like quote, in quote, air quote, small businesses, these guys were doing a lot of money for a small business and right. they weren't a very many employees. But when they did scale, the amount of money they earned after, after, and so that was not worth it. Yeah. So I'll yeah. have to give you that book. It's very interesting.
1: <clears throat> yeah. I mean, there's, there's opportunities to scale the business up and I've considered those, um, you know, for one, I could probably move the business to, you know, like Edmond area with a good frontage. Um, and it, but it would require me to be there full time as of now uh, I'm, you know, kind of out of the office so much because of, you know, um, working around, you know, from Oklahoma City to Mustang to Ada, you know, I'm like on the road a lot. And so um, I would probably have to cut loose a lot of those, you know, contacts I have. Um, So it's just kind of a balance. And then, you know, one year Oklahoma City, will see two storms roll through and then we may not have another one for three years. And so, um, you know, do I want to try to bring on employees and go through battle those slow times or, you know, just kind of have a network of connections with guys that are like out of New Mexico or Texas that can come up and help me out when I yeah, get busy. Yeah. So
0: and it seems like a lot of the guys in the in the, in your space are you know kind of ten ninety nine kind of type mm-hmm. thing, right? Contract yeah. based and in and out. They, a lot of guys seem to follow the storms. Yeah, don't
1: they? they do. Yeah, the majority of especially when I started the business, it seemed like there was very few. Mm full-time local guys that just simply didn't travel um pretty much everybody traveled i mean they were traveling the world going to australia for three months on a visa working coming back here working going to you know um england um mexico um big you know manufacturers would have like their lot like these brand new cars just come off the assembly every one of them get hit and so you know they're calling in you know 100 PDR guys from all over the world coming in fixing these cars yeah. and then they're gone. And so <clears throat> starting the business, I wanted to keep it local and that's what I kind of sold myself on. It's like, look, I'm not a traveler. I'm, right. I'm here. like if you need something, I want to provide the best service possible.
0: Mm-hmm. That's one thing uh, a buddy of mine from back home, he's kind of in the car space. he came out here uh, to visit and he couldn't believe how many how many cars were on the lot out here. And it's because of just land space, right? The, the States has more land space than the UK. And, and he's in it, obviously, the, they don't have as much of a footprint as the dealership back home. So a lot of their cars are somewhere in a parking lot hmm. at a shipping yard, you know, waiting to be shipped in. They're not like, you know, they're not on the lot. It's not four or 500 cars on a lot. Like there are at most four generic right. dealerships and places. So it was interesting. And, um, you know, we drive down the turnpike and and we pass. thing. it was like the Toyota dealership. has all those canopies. Right. You know, yeah. it's like, well, What's all that for? And I'm like, well, <laughs> come back, hailstorms. <laughs> yeah. Lowers their <laughs> insurance exactly. Like most dealerships out here have a giant warehouse or something where they park all their cars during right. bad weather, and yeah. the guys are moving them over there. But um, bringing it back to like local stuff, where where do you kind of you know Guthrie's such a cool town and. Um, such a great spot and we've got some, you know, great place for lunch. We've got Hoboken coffee and, and you know, the, the chocolate, so that great chocolate, but <laughs> chocolate place up the street. Some good antique um, shops. There good antique town. shops as well. Great culture. Where do you kind of, you know, go out for a drive? You know, um,
1: you can go up to mall hall on old 77. It's kind of a fun little drive. Okay. Um, take off out route 66. is probably my favorite. I love route 66, probably yeah. the history of it too.
0: It's all, it's a lot of fun, but, um, just kind of get up early morning. You're a runner, so you're up running somewhere first, right? It, it, typically, I'll run kind of later in the day. Okay. My weekends
1: will be my early morning runs, but okay. um, during the week, I usually get up early and try to you know, get somewhere by 7 or 8 o'clock to get things started and yeah. then just kind of
0: find a place to, to run on my way home. I think the first time we might have met, probably in person you showed up late to the Porsche meet because your car was parked and there was a bomb scare downtown I think do you remember that <laughs> I do I was like texting you I was like are you coming today you're like yeah I'm actually I can't leave downtown because my car is inside <clears throat> the blast radius right I need to wait for them to clear the bomb
1: <laughs> it was so crazy we were meeting with the land runners the local running group that every Saturday morning they would do a long run and it was there at Tail Park and I'd parked right there on the corner and it was two loops for the long distance of I don't know, it was sixteen miles maybe yeah. that day. And there was a package, a backpack, like literally probably twenty feet from my car. And on my first loop around, I mean I saw it there. Yeah, I actually basically yeah. stepped over it.
0: Yeah.
1: And when I came back for the second or you know, loop. They had like the entire area blocked off and the bomb squ- squad was called in and it ended up being nothing. The but,
0: robots out there yeah. checking it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's you can't <laughs> mess around with stuff like that. But I was like, know, well, someone like, just left a backpack on the ground and then I'm glad realized, my car's like, insured. <laughs> I was like if it goes up. <laughs> yeah. Like, what, what, what am I you know, kind of going down the shopping list? You're like, if they do set if this is a bomb and the robot sets it off and it just destroys my car. You know, because it was on it was really it was nothing there, right? It was just on the corner of Sizzel Park. It wasn't gonna do any damage to anything other than street lights in your car. Yeah. So you're and probably like what have gone down the shopping list. You're like, hmm, what, what can I get with my insurance money? Call in and see if we can up the value of <laughs> it. <mean. laughs> Yeah, I just did this really cool thing. My car's doing great. Can we reassess it right, right now. now over the phone? Oh, brilliant. Yeah, it, uh, I remember that day because it, it was really nice day. That. Yeah, it was a really nice day, and you showed up late. I was like, "Where have you been?" You're like, "Oh, I had a morning. Yeah, I've just been sat on the side of the road right now." Yeah, some other car coming. shows.
1: I've had to end up showing up a little late because I'm out training for a marathon and. Yeah. gotta get that long run in before I come
0: out priorities well, they gotta be long runs always on the weekend right yep. for the most part they are I, I just started running for my uh, I'm gonna do the race in March um, so I just started running this week and it's you know it's been fresh in the mornings right it's been like cold but the sun's been out and I went out one morning I just kind of ran two miles but typical me I went out hot right and my my the start of my run down my street starts on a downhill so I was flying and I'm like a mile in I'm like why are my lungs burning <laughs> <laughs> why am I on fire right now and when I got home I was like coughing for like thirty minutes yeah but, uh, <clears throat> yeah that, that the kind of the running and the car world um, they they don't seem to mix but like I think. You know, they, you can make it work, right? Like I'm going to go out for a drive and then on the way home, I'll pick up, you know, I might stop at the lake and run a quick lap. Mm-hmm. For you, a quick lap for me would take all day. Um, but it's kind of good for you to kind of marry the both of them, right? It's fun. You don't hear
1: a lot of um, guys with, you know, yeah. those two hobbies in particular. But um, I, I tell people, you will find time for your priorities. Yeah. And so <clears throat> running to me has always been a priority. And it's just... I, when I get a goal and I get something stuck in my head, it's just like I really pursue it. And yeah. I don't really give up on it ver- at all, really, until I achieve it. So, um, you know, training for a marathon and that date's coming. It's like, well, it's coming whether you're ready or not. So yeah.
0: might as well be ready for it. So. Yeah, you know, because I, I think... <laughs> I think you, maybe you paced the last marathon did you pace the last marathon no No. have you done any pacing maybe it was someone else I was talking to that they were like yeah I kind of haven't trained for it but I've agreed to do the pacer but I'm only pacing a four hour <laughs> marathon so it shouldn't be that bad there's me like training my ass off and finishing in five hours and 15 minutes and dying crossing the finish line yeah um, anyway back to the car world um, let's uh, you just mentioned goals what is the next goal then the, the car world that you're working towards you're not going to give up on it until you get it. Well,
1: finishing that rover is going to be a pretty good goal, and I'm okay. going to try to get a lot done on it over the winter months when I'm, you know, kind of in my slow period of the business, yeah. kind of waiting <clears throat> for uh, the next storm season next spring. But um,
0: what, I will, what, are, what, go, what are your dream spec on that? You meant you were kind of referenced it earlier. but What is the dream spec of the rover?
1: So it's originally like a a real. Um,
0: is it a ninety or a one ten?
1: It's a 90. Okay. Yeah. It's, um, or it's an 88. So it's a 77. But a 90
0: shape, not the 110. Correct. Yeah. yeah.
1: So <clears throat> it's a um, 77 Land Rover Series 3. Okay. So it came out, I think Defender came out in what, like 86, yeah. I, think, I believe. And this has a um, motor and transmission out of an 85 Land Rover. So a little bit of an upgrade, but there's just a lot of botched up welding and stuff that happened on the frame. And Mm -hmm. I'd love to, like, clean it all up, get it ready, put some copper wheels, bronze, something along that line, Um, get some custom-made front bumper with, you know, like a winch and some running boards for it, Um, and then keep kind of the original blue that it has on there Um, and do a black roof, do some leather seats. Um, There's companies out of the U.K. that make seats, steering Mm -hmm. wheels, like, dashes and that stuff for it. But, um, all my trim, my diamond plating on top of the fenders, um, I like to get powder coated black. Mm. So, I, you know, kind of have the black roof, blue body with all this black trim, uh, bronze wheels, nice. leather interior, and just, you know, have a yeah. fun, fun
0: Cause ride. the back comes with like a bench seating right down the side. Yeah. So
1: it's got two bench seats that sit, um, on the left and right facing inward. Yeah. And then you can take the top off kind of like the Jeep's Top comes off and put a truck cab on it. Okay, so it's got like this um, back cab piece that's got mm-hmm. a sliding glass in it, and then it's got a very small truck cab roof, mm-hmm. so you can convert it back and forth fairly yeah.
0: easy. So, so you would put you would, you. You Wouldn't do the canvas roof, then you'd do the yeah. metal roof yeah. that you could take on and off. It's like a yeah, channel. it's got a
1: metal roof currently on the top, but it's for the full length, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I need to get like a truck cab roof so that I can convert it back and forth. But they are so cool if you'll just look up Uh, stuff yeah it's just they're insane
0: there's one back home you might have seen it it's black with gold wheels and it's like a John Player livery and it like pulls a boat I think Mm -hmm. that's also in the John Player livery and it has like a beige interior brownish interior um, but it has like the screen, the the windscreen that folds down onto the hood, yes. and just fold. It just looks like when you yeah. look at it from the side, it just looks like a convertible <clears throat> with like no windscreen, just the steering wheel sticking out. It's epic.
1: There's so many options on those rovers because, like, um, you know, from a truck to like. Kind of like an SUV, yeah. and then the back of it has like a tailgate mm. to like a full-length door. The side doors have a half door, so you can t- yeah. pull the top off. That has a sliding glass in it. Flip the windshield forward. I mean, yeah. it's like it's endless.
0: They like about ten years ago, you could buy you would you could go on like the army surplus websites and buy like an old. I think they called them the Wolf at the time. The the ninety defenders, yeah, they called them the Wolves, and it was just like basic military spec. Mm-hmm. You could buy it for like five grand, yeah, and it was like you know it was fine. Just diesel. It'd just been in, you know, in some war somewhere. But it was painted army green, and it was, you know, you, you could. Change the wheels out and put some really cool rims on it and it, you know, upgrade the interior and you had a really nice car. Yeah. You know, it'd been taken care of because the mechanics have been working on it constantly. They're meticulous with, you know, their yeah. maintenance on, on those. They still things. use them today yeah. for the most part. Um, you always kind of see them in convoy back home, mm-hmm. driving up and down the roads, but I don't think I'd like to drive in one for an extended <laughs> period <laughs> of time down a bridge. Highway. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: drove this to uh, coffee and cars one time yeah. after I got it. And I was like, losing speed up i35 on a slight uphill and i mean like 60
0: was everything this thing had and it's diesel so it's not so loud right? yeah. you sure we get a lot of looks out of yeah. it uh, it's fun oh it is a, it's a great and my wife like that's one of the very few cars we've seen back home she's like oh what's that i mm-hmm. have one of those i'm like well you would but the one that you want is like 110,000 dollars because it's fully kitted out you wouldn't want to buy one that's 10,000 and then let me try and fix
1: it i think my my girls are probably Probably more into that one than they are the Porsche because they're like, When are you going to work on that <laughs> Rover again? You know, when are you going to get that thing done? Yeah. So it's kind of one of those I need to just spend some time yeah. and just so
0: That's like the far out, I guess. Like one day I'll get to it. To it now, what is yeah. like the more like, Hey, this one, like this could happen the next couple of years? If I
1: bust yeah, so a, a car that I've just absolutely would love to have is like a 997 turbo or gt3 car okay and so i see that more of like a short term um probably a two-year yeah um you know i've got Daughter going to college next year. Or so
0: <laughs> we all know she's, where that's she going. Doesn't, she doesn't do any athletics like track or no, anything. She's not no. getting scholarships. She's, yeah. she's an artist. She's right? going
1: into digital animation. Okay. So
0: there's scholarships for that. And I'm like, don't forget your dad one day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When you start doing Toy Story 5 or 6 right. or whatever, it is going to be all, you know, Avatar or With something Spider-Man like that. Spider Man like yeah. 5 comes out. Yeah. Don't forget me. Yeah. Yeah. That must be really fascinating <clears> to, to see that stuff, too. Because your wife's an artist as she well. She is. Right? Yeah.
1: She's, hmm. she's, um, in the Paseo okay. Arts District in the Epic Giraffe she's an artist there and then yeah. she does the Festival of the Arts in Oklahoma City in April every year nice and so um, yeah she does very well the Porsche she, and the art world go together very right. nicely I keep saying she needs to paint like a Porsche yeah That's, why not I
0: know I just yeah it's just <laughs> like honey I want to buy this car it's going to be a business expense for you and then you're going to paint it and I'm gonna <laughs> we got to buy out. the real car yeah. so you can have something to model it off of yeah exactly Oh, brilliant. Well, man, finishing up, I know this is, I referenced this earlier and this for me changes literally every day, but what is the finishing up? What is your five car garage? So I tell everybody if I had Jay
1: Leno's money, I'd have Jay Leno's garage. Um, <laughs> there's that many cars I would love to have. Um, just, you know, I'd probably go back and get like an old Bel Air um, I love the 50s, Bel Airs. Um, I'd probably have a like a five-window Chevy in there, um, probably a 72 Impala, and then a, a f- there'd be some Porsches in there. But yeah. I would say the D- Land Rover Defender, the Porsche um, 997 GT3 RS would be the absolute car for me. Okay. So I don't know. It may yeah. have hit a couple over your five, but it's right there
0: in there. Yeah. And then because there's so many Hot Wheels in you, do you have a favorite Hot Wheels kind? Um, that's
1: hard. Um, there's probably the Porsche ones. I mean, it's the, the better of them. But I mean, like behind you is a couple of Impalas that are um, have like a mirror base and they have hydraulics on them and you can raise and lower the front of them, I think. Probably
0: that would price so be awesome. right there is one of my coolest. Also behind us is the what, 991 RSR Lego car, a, def- a new Defender Lego, which that must be fairly recent.
1: Yeah, or was that t- a challenge car, car?
0: Ferrari Challenge car?
1: Yeah, Ferrari. Um, there's a the Porsche um, that you can either build as a turbo or a Targa. Okay, Lego car in there, and then there's a lot of the speed champions. I pretty much have every speed champion that was made.
0: And a Tesla Tesla GPS yeah that's lock. a Hot
1: Wheels Tesla Cybertruck remote control that's gotta be worth some cash uh, surprisingly not too no? yeah I even bought two extras of those and like just in case thought, keep them in the box I thought you know I'm gonna like yeah. resell these make some money and I could barely get rid of them so disappointed on that one. You'll be mad in 10 years hey, when they're I, with yeah. you know, yeah. they're
0: four zeros on the end of it. <laughs> Damn
1: it. Well, they made a different one that was like an $850 one and it yeah. was selling for over 1200 on eBay. Oh my gosh, that's crazy.
0: Yeah. Um, I, I always say this last question, last question, because I always keep seeing different things in your office. Um, I've just noticed behind you, there's some cool collective postcards. Yeah. One of the greatest followers on Instagram. To that point, who else do you follow on Instagram? They just absolutely love
1: uh, pray Larry Chin. I love his photography.
0: Mm, he's been on the podcast.
1: Has Yes, I have listened to that he one. He um, unbelievable. I love his photography. Um, in fact, I mean, like I love shooting photos. I, I pray get people kind of make a little offhanded joke about how many pictures I take. But I just enjoy it. Yeah. It's fun. But yeah, I love him. Cooled Collective is I, just one of my, two of my favorites. Yeah. Uh, just a cool guy. I've got... Um, some posters, um, some prints of his and
0: calendars and just, you know, little things. Yeah, it's uh, it's epic. Um, Finishing up then again, finishing up because that's just my favorite go to (laughs) phrase for people listening who would love to come in, meet you, get a free quote, see the space, shop some Hot Wheels um, what is the go-to, do you have a Facebook page, social media website for the business and then your personal one as well?
1: Yeah. So do have a Facebook page. Um, daddy's did ding. Um, you can find us on Google. Um, and then my Instagram is just my name, Dustin Sully. Um, I don't have a business page. I kind of just do everything off of that. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, like you could DM me or text me. Um, I know my numbers on Facebook, uh, photos just kind of video photo of showing what you have. And yeah. I, usually I can pretty much get back to you with like a ballpark price, an idea of what we're looking at on fixing and even set something up. Um, you know, if it's something fairly simple, um, I, I go to your house and mm. fix it right there in your garage. So um, it, I try to make it convenient, easy, and um, just, you know, love yeah. to meet you.
0: Awesome. And yeah. then if you want to go run in, yeah you are up two totally <laughs> which is I don't think there's many people listening to this podcast who want to come running with you um, you might do two laps of Lake hour before they do one which is exactly what I would do um, but anyway um, hopefully people will come up to you the next uh, Cars and Coffee if it's not too cold I know we're getting into winter season but um, yeah maybe one day there'll be a space where we can hang out and have coffee with all the yeah, other comes cool to Porsche people. But yeah, for people listening, uh, I'll put the links to Dustin's social media and Facebook page in the description and follow us at random car guys. And we will see you next episode. Cheers. Right. How's
1: that?